Welcome back to our Black History Month series. Today's entry is a personal favorite of mine. Julius Eastman, 1940 to 1990, was an openly gay black composer, singer, conductor, and pianist ahead of his time. His minimalist style was distinct for the classical music genre and provocative compared to his white contemporaries. Sadly, he died at the age of 49, unhoused and alone in a Buffalo hospital. Much of his work was lost and his death was not reported for another eight months in the Village Voice, a NYC publication entering on the neighborhood where he lived. Nevertheless, his legacy is being repaired and further preserved by a number of dedicated artists. Some of his music has been compiled in Unjust Malaise, a posthumous album released in 2005 that features some of his most notable titles like Stay On It, If You're So Smart, why Aren't You Rich, The Holy Presence of Joan Dark, and Gay Gorilla. In an introduction he gave to his concert at Northwestern University, he explained the title of Gay Gorilla and revealed a central pillar of his ideology. These names, either I glorify them or they glorify me. And in the case of Gorilla, that glorifies gay, a gorilla is someone who in any case is sacrificing his life for a point of view. And you know if there is a cause, and if it is a great cause, those who belong to that cause will sacrifice their blood because without blood, there is no cause. In a retelling of her research pursuits, Mary Jane Leach, an artist and former collaborator of Eastman, shared that Julius began as a chorister and learned the piano at 14, playing Beethoven within six months of lessons. He studied at Ithaca College before transferring to the prestigious Curtis Music Institute in Philadelphia, where he studied with Mieczysław Herzowski and composition with Constant Vauclin. He sang in the 1973 recording of Eight Songs for a Mad King by the British composer Peter Maxwell Davies. There, he caught the attention of composer-conductor Lucas Foss and soon joined SUNY Buffalo's Center for the Creative and Performing Arts as a creative associate. He toured as a founding member of SEM Ensemble until he moved to New York City in the mid to late 70s. He performed in venues like Lincoln Center, The Kitchen, Brooklyn Academy of Music. In addition, he performed with the Count Basie Orchestra and Brooklyn's Philharmonia's Comprehensive Employment and Training Act, CETA Orchestra, the latter where he ran an outreach program with composers of colors. Eastman was evicted from his East Village apartment, and police officers threw all his belongings, including his recordings and scores, into the snow. After, Eastman experienced houselessness, and his health rapidly declined. Because of that, we may never know all that we lost of Eastman's work, but we do know we risk a great deal when we do not care and protect black artists as our cultural treasures. The radical music collective Wild Up, based in Los Angeles, committed to arranging, recording, and releasing the work of Julius Eastman over the next six years. The first product, Feminine, is one of Eastman's classics, was released in June 2021, bringing Eastman's legacy back into the spotlight. The loss of Eastman's work and the efforts to commemorate his contributions to classical music are similar to the recent initiatives to revive the work of Florence Price, 1887 to 1953. Florence was the first African-American woman to have a symphony performed by an orchestra. William Grant still was the first African-American man. It was only in 2009 that piles of musical manuscripts, books, personal papers, and other documents were discovered in the dilapidated remnants of her summer home. 28 Days of Black History is our free month-long series where we celebrate stories of black leaders and their impact on arts, culture, and society. Look for Black History Month in titles of other episodes in this podcast. 
The Anti-Racism Daily is made possible by contributions from our community. Join in by making a one-time or monthly donation. You can find us on Venmo at Anti-Racism Daily, or you can give on our website, www.the-ard.com. This podcast uses computer-generated audio. Inconsistencies may occur.